1: Hello and welcome, welcome to another episode of the Therapy is a Christian podcast. Hi. Hey y'all. So we are in part four. Gosh, I can't believe that this like series flew by the way it did. Like we're almost halfway through December. So sis, uh, we are on part four of this amazing series, Therapy is a Christian, the live series is what I'm gonna call it. Um and we are getting into the interview now with Janae McLean. You are going to thoroughly enjoy this interview. Janae has such a testimony. She is such a powerful woman in general. Um, she is now a mom. At the time we did this interview, she wasn't a mom. She's now a mom. And she has such an amazing story. And so I just want you to listen to this podcast. She talked about her experience in going to counseling. And I just think that you're going to genuinely enjoy this. She's such a just amazing, soft-spoken, but very powerful woman of God. And I think you're just going to enjoy this interview. So definitely stay tuned and enjoy part four of the Therapy Is a Christian live series. We'll be in the final part for part five next week. Have a good one. And I love you all. And I'll talk to you soon hi everyone if you are watching the replay i am super excited that you decided to click on this video hello 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 my name is roslyn postal i am super excited about this interview as people are coming in and trickling in i'm going to give a brief um i guess probably introduction on what i'm doing what Therapy as a Christian is, why I extended this series, and so on and so forth. So, this is the second interview of this June series. Um, I am interviewing today Janae McClain, McClain, and we will be talking about her amazing testimony and just so many different other things this evening. And so, I am extending this series again. If you have not seen the first interview that I did with Diavola Bennett, you can watch the replay of that after this live. Um, And so I'm super excited about this. You guys are just in for a wonderful, wonderful treat so be sure to share this um, live with your followers you can click the little arrow button and it will ask you to share um and again give hearts if you feel that you find something that is extremely useful to you and so in a couple of minutes i'm going to bring on uh janae but real quickly i just wanted to pray real quick before we get started. So, Father God, we just come before you, Lord, to just thank you for this time. I ask that every single person that's watching this live be touched in some way, shape, or form. I ask that you share this um, interview with whoever you feel needs a God and just move me and Janae out of the way and allow this Holy Spirit to have his way. So, we are gonna get started. I am going to bring Janae in and allow her to give her testimony. So, we're going to pull this in. Okay. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey. How are you? Can you hear me? Yes, yes, Good. I can. Hear How you, you. doing? good 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 good, good. good, so so i'm super excited about you coming on here first of all just thank you so 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 much um let
2: me see i think this light was too bright let me see let me turn on another one so it won't be so bright
1: girl lighting is everything when you're trying to do these things (laughs) okay cool (laughs) okay so I just want, for everyone who doesn't know you, I want you to introduce yourself, say who you are, what you do, and all of that. So go ahead.
2: Okay, yeah. So my name is Janae McClain. Um, I love God. Um, I'm married to my amazing husband, Alan McClain. Uh, I'm a teacher. I'm a mentor. Oh, God. I'm an author, and I run a company called The yes. Women, which helps women find their identity in Christ. So I love that because now we turned into a lifestyle brand. So I'm super excited about what's to come with that.
1: Awesome. 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 Okay. So we're going to kind of just go ahead and jump into the interview. And again, if you're watching, please share this with your uh, friends, uh, invite somebody, let them hear this amazing message. Um, So Janae, what I want you to kind of tell me first is tell me a little bit of your testimony. How long have you been saved and been in a relationship with God?
2: Yeah, so I have, okay, for real, for real saved. <laughs> yeah, um, for real, for real. <laughs> since <laughs> So I've been saved. Like I got re-baptized in 2015. Um, before that, like all my life, I knew who God was, but I didn't come into a relationship with him into, until 2015. Kind of my story was... Um, of course, my, my family are believers and everything. But when I went to college, I kind of was in one of those things where I was like, okay, look, I don't want to just believe God because of someone else's Right. Is. I was kind of like, okay, I need to find out what I want to believe in. So during that time, I kind of was like, re- like, don't do this. I was researching other religions. I was going to Muslim meetings, and I was just doing things that, I shouldn't have been doing because I was searching for something so bad and I wanted to know what was the truth um, but through all that um, through my trials and everything I came back to Jesus. He showed me who he was and he showed me he's the only true living Absolutely. God. And so I'm so thankful for that experience. I mean, I don't encourage anybody else to go out and do that, but it was my experience. That was That's my story. And so I'm thankful for that because I actually got to experience who God is and not just say okay i believe in him because of that person or because of my mom or because of my grandma but i actually got to experience who he was and that makes a difference in our walk with god
1: yes it does it does so kind of within your testimony there was a time frame where when you were looking for christ you were looking for other areas and then it led you back to god that's awesome okay so since we're talking about right. therapy right i want to talk about your experience with therapy what kind of things are going on um, but I want you to first kind of tell me about what led you to therapy. I think. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So what led me? Can you me? still hear me, girl?
2: Yeah. Okay. My life, I uh, struggle with, can you hear me? Okay. So I all hear my you life, now. I struggle with I like now. processing things. I didn't know. Okay. Can you hear me now? Okay. Good. So all my life, I struggled with processing. Let me turn this off. All my life I struggled with like processing certain things. Like uh whether it was death or whether it was a life change, I struggled with processing it. And it took me and I didn't know how to process it. So I would try to push it under the rug or I would try to like get it. But I never fully came to understand why I was struggling with processing stuff. But I was like, okay, it'll be okay, push it under the rug and keep going. But it was also hurting me because I wasn't actually dealing with the root and I a mentor i was taking on so much but i was never actually allowing someone else or really allowing god most times to pour back into me so that left me empty most times and left holes in me and so i started i was like you know what i need to go to therapy and i remember i prayed about it because Sometimes in the Christian community it's kind of one of those things like, No, you don't need to go to right. therapy, you just need to pray about it. You just need to um right. just pray and, you know, read a couple of scriptures and you'll be fine. And so that was one thing I prayed about. I was like, God, please help me, you know, if I need to go um, get help for what I'm dealing with show me and he eventually showed me that okay yeah it's okay to seek wise counsel because in the Bible there are many verses that talk about seeking wise counsel and it's okay to go seek counseling. so that was part of my story of why I decided to go seek counseling because I felt like I needed help processing certain things that I was not processing will at right. all. Right.
1: and so something you said that I really liked was that you went to God first and asked him and he showed you that it right. was okay to go see somebody and I think that's so helpful right. because almost sometimes we get the reservation of the thought that I am just good when I pray, but I don't really need to go talk to somebody or that I'm crazy if I go talk to her, maybe not that much is going on and, right. and I don't really need to go see somebody. Okay. So when right. you say processing, like describe to me kind of what was going on. Were you having anxiety? Were you having depression were you like right. discovering things in relationships with other people that were struggles with where you said i need to go kind right. of talk about this
2: right yeah exactly um so one of the things that i noticed that i would get so offended easily like when somebody would do something i would get so offended. i mean i was literally like okay
1: you ready to go like, in? <laughs> i am
2: offended and then another thing, right right i was like i was ready like to go at your neck i'm like but the closer I got to God, the, closer, the more I realized that's not really mm-hmm. normal. And offense is is a bad thing to hold inside of you because it creates things that not of God to possess inside of you. So I was like, okay, that was like the first straw. And I remember the second straw, um, death. I like it's not nobody likes to talk about it, but I remember I lost a friend. But i was sixth grade, seventh grade, wow. and eighth grade. I lost friends and yeah, they died. And so it was hard because I grew up I remember I was sleeping in my parents' room and things like that and that bothered me. Like it it bothered me so, so, so bad. And so ever since then I've never been able to handle handle certain situations because of that situation, whether it was a friendship with someone, I never really wanted to get close with people anymore. So it was just like I was blocking people from coming mm. into my life. Even people who were meant to help me. I was like, No, I don't want to get close to them anymore because i might Mm -hmm. lose you you know i'm afraid and so therapy really helped me to see the bigger picture it really helped me to open up more and not be so you know because if you sometimes if you know me you know i'm kind of quiet sometimes i really don't say much a lot um so i'm i sit back and i watch but that was Mm -hmm. for a reason so now i'm coming where i'm more open where i'm able to talk to people more and i'm able to trust people right because back then it was just like okay no get away from me i want to be by myself don't talk to me and then When God revealed to me that I would be speaking to people in front of people, I'm like, no, God, you know, that's not me. I don't do well with that. And so when I got ready to do speaking events, I would get really bad anxiety. I mean, my stomach would start hurting. I was just sweating. And I was like, okay, like, this is not normal. And it started to happen way too much. And I was like, okay, no, I need to go get help. I need to speak to someone about this problem that I'm having because it became too much for me to bear on my own. And so... I was just thankful that God led me to Belinda yes.
1: to help me through things Yes, issue. so a lot of, from kind of what, what you're saying is you experienced some grief. You experienced a lot of offense. You even experienced when you came to God and became saved and became close to him. He revealed a lot of things to you within your purpose that had to Absolutely. be kind exactly. of like consecrated a little bit. And put down in his feet but it was like how do i right. deal with this and so a lot of different things are coming up and i think that's important for people to be able to know is that behaviorally we have to see that even though we may think we're okay sometimes like there are a lot of things that could be going on that therapy can assist with that okay awesome 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 right and
2: i think for some people especially for believers sometimes you know when you rededicate your life To Christ, you know, it's a kind of like a new life you have to take on, you can't live in your old state anymore. Sometimes it's hard for people to process that because they're like, What in the world? Like, I lived (laughs) this life for so and so years now, I have to pick, like, die daily and pick up this new life. So, and it's a process, you know, it doesn't happen overnight, exactly. So, that was another thing I was like, Okay, now I need to go talk to somebody so I can, you know, get over this hump, exactly,
1: exactly. Okay, so you've had i know when you and i have talked we we talked about you had two different therapy experiences so tell me about each experience briefly
2: yeah so the first one was i think one that most couples do me and my husband went to marriage counseling so that was kind of like a therapy session but it was like mandatory for us that we go and my second session was like when i went by myself to <laughs> belinda allen mm-hmm and she helped me a lot um you want to know like what that experience was. yeah so like? so
1: tell me like okay so your first introduction into therapy was when you went with your husband before you got married okay and then right. you went by yourself right. were you married were you already married or you went after?
2: yes no i was no yes so previous before in 2016 before okay. i was married i went and then, of course, me and my husband, we did the mm-hmm. premarital counseling okay. before we got married. And then my last experience was this year with Belinda Allen. And so, because I had discovered another part of me that God was calling me to do, and she had okay. to help me okay. through Okay, so tell that me kind of well. before you
1: went to go see her, what kind of things were going on in between the time you, you stopped your couples counseling and got married, in between you going to see her, that made you go back?
0: Yeah.
2: So... I'm so I am a Mm -hmm. dreamer so that means I dream every single night Uh, even when I close my eyes I dream Um, a lot of times people who are dreamers we have a hard time processing Mm -hmm. our dreams especially if you're new if you're coming into it and you're new in it Um, because sometimes the enemy can use your dreams against you and so I had a hard time when I first started dreaming when I first got saved figuring out what was from God mm-hmm. and what wasn't from God. And so a lot of times you see dreamers, they're in crazy houses because pe- people label them as crazy because they don't know, they don't come into the fullness of God or they don't get counseling before somebody label them as crazy. And so I'm just so thankful to God that Belinda she's all my counselor was also oh, awesome. a dreamer as well and so she was able to relate to me and, and help me understand okay like this is this and this is this and This is how you know it's not from God and this is how you know the dream okay. is from God and so she was able to help me and guide me and you know so we need people <laughs> like there are people who are she has so much wisdom and you know stuff that she poured into me that helped me along with through my journey so that experience is really good she was able to help me and coach me through the next steps of the process and and being a journey also i was kind of fearful and living fear is not a good thing because i was holding back some of the things that god had called me to do and i remember she told me you know what is your like every morning wake up and like know your why she was like because you doing what god has called you to you can be the answer to somebody's suicide you can be the answer to somebody's depression she was like you know god gave us all a purpose to fulfill here on earth and so it's important that we wake up and we know that god is calling me to do this because me sometimes i can be a feeling girl if i feel like it You know,
0: so
2: so I had to get out of that. I had to get out of it and like, no, like, okay, it's bigger than my feelings. Let me get up out of the bed. Let me do what I know I'm supposed to be doing. And let me put my feelings to the side and understand that God has called me to this. And he would grace me through this. um, Right. It can be
1: so overwhelming sometimes, especially when like you're walking in purpose and you know, you're walking in purpose to not pull back when god starts revealing things to you because it feels like lord why me or why why i gotta do this god like people aren't gonna accept me or people aren't gonna receive what i'm saying and it's like continue to press on your heart like continues like no i will give you every resource you need and it's like
2: (laughs) oh my god and that's yes That's so true, Rosalind, because that's just like when I changed the name from Educated Queens to Glory Women. It took me so long. Yeah, so it was so um, I had the Educated Queens since 2015, and I've been trying to change the mission of Educated Queens for so long, and it just never went through. Like the person who was supposed to do my website didn't come through, and I'm like, okay, God, like, what are you doing? Like, you want me to change this mission for your glory, but it wasn't coming through and then i remember the next day i went somewhere and my friend she was like name change <laughs> and i was like wait whoa you have you have no idea what's going on she was like i don't know God told me name change And so I was like, okay. So I prayed about it and God did reveal to me it was time to change the name because you're walking into a new season. Educated Queens was creating when I was still living in my flesh. He was like, what I'm doing is new. So I was like, okay. But it took me so long to change the name because i was so afraid i was like okay god these people follow educated queens not the glory women so how am i going to change the name and what i'm going to do and god had to remind me like you are living Girl. for me, not for people like you are a certain me and so i had to really get that in my head okay god i'm living for you no matter what people say they may think i'm crazy like okay you got educated kings going it's very successful see on the outside it looks successful but spiritually it wasn't fit for where god was taking me so i had to change the name so that was definitely hard and i definitely had to that took a while That took a long time for me to change the name because i was like okay god like when i kept like holding back and doing this and doing that and so i finally was like okay god you called me to do this and he was like okay make a video explaining why you're changing it don't just change it let people know why
1: you I and not only so that, but like we can that was just especially like, when we're trying to like get God's message out or and we're doing something already, we like look at other people's uh purposes and lives and like think, okay, well, maybe I could try to do it. Like, I know that's something for me that I thought about just like comparing and con- like comparing what we should do with what other people are doing. And it's like, well, God said you do something, it's like you got to do it His way, absolutely. Right. Okay, absolutely. so going back to your therapist i know we kind of went off a little bit but how did you find her before you went to her how did you find her
2: yeah i actually found her through um actually the lady the lady who asked the couple who actually <laughs> did alan and i um marriage premarital, premarital counseling told me about her, cause me and, and the lady, our counselor, we had got really, really cool. We started hanging out and stuff. And she told me about Belinda. She was like, y'all are a lot alike. She was like, I really think you should go to her. And so that's how I found out about Belinda. And so I came, cause Belinda, she doesn't accept anybody. She's hardcore. And so she only go by referrals. So I was like, okay, I was referring to you, you know, and she was like, she was like, okay, well, I'm gonna pray about Girl, it. That's back real. And so she got back when she was like, yeah, I'm in the office. <laughs> She's hardcore. She don't sugarcoat anything. she's she gonna give it to you like it is. It's like and I think therapy because it it can kind of be hard because you have to process so much, you have to actually feel the emotions of things that have hurt you before. And so but the beauty of it at the end right, is right, exactly.
1: And that's something good to also state, which we I talked about this with other last week, but even going to therapy, it is about Exposure and you have to kind of like be okay with exposing yourself because you're digging deep into things that you may have never talked about with somebody before.
2: Absolutely. absolutely. Now, was that
1: hard for you kind of like talking through a lot of the things that you kind of went through and were feeling?
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was um some at first it was and then after a while, you know, you're like, okay, this is Belinda. Like, she canceled me before. But at first it was, even when I got comfortable, it was hard for me to speak on certain things. I would, like, choke up and, like, get teary-eyed. Because I cried. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, I was like, oh. She was like, okay, just, you know, just once you get done crying, I'll just, just, you know, exactly. talk about it. So at first it was mm-hmm. really hard. And at the end, it wasn't as hard, but I was still finding myself, like, crying and just, being so like okay, oh my god, like I'm getting this all out, but it
1: was such a yes, healing girl. It was
2: just amazing. <laughs> the healing process
1: is, so, is like can be a lot because I know, like even for myself, when I was in therapy or still am in therapy, but even talking about childhood stuff, you think that it doesn't bother you until it comes up and you're like, hold on, wait a minute, I just literally broke down in front of somebody that I don't really just know like that, right. <laughs> okay so of course i can tell with her with the experience with her like of course it was awesomely positive um are you still going to her or how long were you going to her before you stopped if you have stopped
2: yeah so we agreed to do a six sessions and so she was like after the six session if you if i still hear from god and you're not there then you're gonna have to keep going so i did the six and i was good Thankfully, but I was, <laughs> but I'm not still actually going to therapy. But I am actually, she's still like my mentor in my life. So like last week, I had an issue that I was just like so terrified about. I was just like, I don't know what to do, and I called her and I was like, you know, hey, I need your help on this. And so she's still in my life. So I'm thankful that she was not only my therapist, but now I've gained a perfect. mentor as well, someone who can help me perfect, perfect journey. Yeah. Okay,
1: so I want you to kind of talk about how therapy has helped. So, um. How do you believe that therapy assisted you with your personal relationship with God?
2: Mm-hmm. oh a lot um it really helped me see it really helped me see that God is everywhere. I think I spoke to you about this mm-hmm. like so many times people feel like you know God is just in the church house or he's just on the stage speaking, but really, God is everywhere you know God is um. He can be in the marketplace. He can be in the fashion arena. He can be yeah. um, on TV and the uh, news. God is everywhere, and pe- and you have to realize, you know, we as uh, as believers, we are we occupy areas in the kingdom, and so you can't have everyone occupying the church. There have to be other people that are doing other things as well to make sure that His kingdom gets glorified mm-hmm. everywhere. And so I think that's a big issue that believers everybody's trying to argue and get to the mic but everybody's not called to the mic you know you may be called to whatever industry exactly. you're in so nursing like i love nurses because i'm like nurses to me they're like the doctors right like guys to me i'm like oh my god i love nurses because they save lives and i'm like okay that is ministry in itself being a nurse you know whatever you're called to do you have to understand god called you there for a reason so he's everywhere and i just love that god is just that good and that awesome that he is everywhere yes
1: and that I'm so glad you said that That it goes beyond the four walls of the church because it doesn't, it takes Absolutely. away this thought that, oh, I'm called on purpose, that I have to go in, like I have to be on a stage or in a pulpit or something, but that I can be in my job and that right. God can work through me and so many right. things. That, that is so good. And that even, like I think you and I talked about this, but that therapists are even graced with that mantle to even do that. That's a calling. Absolutely. God.
2: Absolutely 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 okay that's the an anointing because there are called to like heal. healing is important because we need healing so many people walk around broken especially believers so uh-huh. many believers walk around broken because they feel like oh i don't have to see help. oh i don't need help but you have to understand that god wants us to be healed and whole he doesn't want us to walk around crippled not knowing who we are looking for purpose and other things and other people he wants us to look for purpose in Healed by him. And so he's the only one that can heal us and help us. So we have to understand that, you know, we have to look to first
1: above anything else. Right, exactly. Exactly. Okay. So how do you feel uh, therapy helps you individually, just as a person? Like so, like relieving your anxiety, Uh, like your stress level.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so one area I believe I spoke Run. about was... Say that again because I can not hear you. Um, let me see. One, can you hear me now?
1: Okay, I can hear you now.
2: Can you hear me? Yes. Okay, okay, good. Cool. So one area that I spoke about that God, I feel like God has helped me with is my fear. Uh, my fear was horrible. Like I I for myself so much because, like I said before, I'm naturally... A very kind of quiet person. Um, I be loud, but I'm naturally I'm, mm-hmm. I'm naturally introvert. <laughs> so I was like holding back. for Like I was like, I need you. <laughs> so I was like, I need you to do this. I need you to do this with this and make a YouTube channel and stuff. Then I'm like, no, that's not me. I'm not the type of person to mm-hmm. get in front of people. Or so, therapy has really helped me to. Not be so fearful because she helped me to realize. Okay, why are you doing this? Okay, like if you know, I remember one time she kind of she's 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 the truth. One time she was like, you know, like God could just wipe you off right now for not doing His work, and I was like, oh,
0: no girl,
1: <laughs> so, like that really was me. Up. <laughs> that is so true. I don't mean to get loud, but that is so true, like literally. I would like even I've heard it before yeah, he take your gift and give it to somebody else to fulfill his purpose. And I'm like, Yeah, Yes. No, don't don't do that. yes. <laughs> and I'm like, no. Yes. I, I so so I'm just like, give, like give, okay. Give me a little no, more time. No, like okay, I'm gonna guy, give I got you, Right. Right.
2: right. <laughs> right i'm following you guys I promise Lord. Right. So, like she was just straight at me she was like not playing so i was like okay so that really helped me not live in my fear anymore so i'm just like okay god i can walk it out my anxiety it has helped me so much because now i never really was a i like to write but i'm ne- but I. write like books and stuff i never was like the journaling type so she has taught me like to write down like when i'm feeling certain way and why and so another thing that i have learned is to find scripture that goes with some of my things and like speak against those things with scripture um the bible is so powerful and it's a weapon that god has given us to use against the enemy because in luke it says that we have power over the enemy so we have to understand who we are the enemy already knows who we are but we have to understand who we are and god and you know so the bible has definitely with um matching my feelings like with the work of god so that's helped a lot
1: good awesome awesome okay so how do you feel like therapy has improved your relationships with your husband with your friends with your family just overall relationships how do you feel like it's helped
2: okay yeah absolutely like i said before i was more like a feelings person. So if I was mad, I was like, I'm gonna tell you why I'm mad. <laughs> you know, if I, if I feel like somebody, girl, <laughs> <out of> <laughs> if I feel like somebody, <laughs> if i feel like somebody offended me i was gonna tell you why i feel like you offended me or i was gonna cut you off i was like you know what she offended me in my head like she offended me so i'm not gonna talk to her no more i'm not gonna you know but therapy has made me realize that's not how you process life that's not how you should go through life you shouldn't go through life cutting people Mm -hmm. off or you shouldn't go through life speaking whatever is on your mind like there is steps to things you know there are steps and process to how you get to things so it's helped me a lot improve my relationship with um my friends, my husband, everyone around me has given me, God has given me grace, so now I'm able to give grace to others, No, despite what they have done to me, you know, despite if I feel hurt by someone, I have learned that, you know, it's not, it's not worth it yes. walking around mad, you know, God has forgiven me, yes. so why cannot I cannot forgive others. oh God. And, and forgiveness was a big thing for me in counseling, because of...
1: Because offense yeah, feels like so. you're being attacked, and so <laughs> when you're offensive, your defense laws go up, and you're like... I'm handling you from a distance and so it's like if we did, mm-hmm. if God did us like that like you hurt me, I'm going to deal with you from a distance, we wouldn't have grace or a relationship with him so that openness mm-hmm. to be able mm-hmm. to say like this person made me upset how do I forgive them Lord and processing through that
2: absolutely absolutely That's absolutely <laughs> <laughs>
1: right right forgiveness was big for me too okay so okay so having had been through this experience what would you tell someone who may not know or is thinking about going to therapy
2: yes so i would tell someone you know if you feel like you carry a big burden on your back i definitely feel like you should talk to someone um not saying that therapy is everyone's solution but i feel like Most of the time, somebody needs someone to talk to. Uh, For me, it helped me tremendously. It just helped me heal. It helped me to see things differently. Um, Therapy is basically a place where Sometimes everybody's not healed in the church, and, you know, a lot of times people are not open in the church because they feel like people are going to judge them or they feel like, you know, if I say this or if I say that, people are going to attack me. So I want people to understand that therapy does not mean that you are crazy. It does not mean you are losing your mind. It means sometimes it means you are helping yourself before it gets worse, you know. So I was able to help myself and process things before it got worse bigger than what it was and i think another strategy especially for women of god the enemy wants us to live broken you know he doesn't want us to be whole he doesn't want to want us to know who we are in god because he wants us to settle in areas of um, whether it's our relationships uh friendships whatever it is and so you have to understand i think another way he attacks women because if we don't know who we are We'll end up marrying anybody. We'll end up dating anybody. We'll be end up being friends with anybody. So I, it's important that women, men too, but especially women. I'm talking to women that we become whole in God because we get to experience all that God has for us. And that's my, and that's my key. That's why I teach women like I want you to experience true love, you know. But first, you have to experience with God because we know who we are through Him first before anything else. Right, and
1: I, our identity, like. I know with women uh, this is Absolutely. big huge because especially being married like our emotions can be all over the place and we could go off at a drop of a hat mm-hmm. and when we go off it's like right no turning back <laughs> and so like finding your identity <laughs> and your emotions in god settles you and it makes you realize like i'm worth like i have the authority to make my home be my home for my husband, my children. If I had that kind of Absolutely. authority clearly I have an identity and purpose in God. Right. Absolutely.
2: And I and especially being a wife, you understand that the wife actually sets the tone. If you come in there with an attitude, you just messing up your whole <laughs> house. But if you come in there, you know what, I'm gonna treat my husband right. I'm gonna do it right by him because I am trying to live life the right way have a biblically sound marriage i'm gonna do it right way because you know i remember one day somebody said marriages have a hundred percent chance of working if we do it god's exactly. way it's when we get off track with god that you will see your marriage go exactly. down so it's important that we understand that <laughs>
1: literally Literally, because we make, we can, we literally have the authority of the home. That was, I mean, the province 31 woman was yes. a sister. She, she, she handled herself. And so knowing that. She showed digger. She was everything. <laughs> I was like, give me a little bit more. But anyway, like, so going back to that, identifying yourself in God. And I see somebody said, I'm scared to marry. Like, here's the thing. Being graced to know that when you become one with somebody and you're evenly yoked, God will grace you with whatever you need to be able to be married. It doesn't mean it's always going to be 100% perfect, Mm -hmm. but it means that when you and that person come together, you have such a a favor on on each other that God will grace you with whatever you need to be able to come and deal with whatever comes your way. So I wanted
2: to say that real quick because I thought that. Absolutely. I agree 100% on it. No, that no, that's so true because people's like, oh, you're married like you're married. And I do, I love being married to my husband. And I like to tell people, I do have a great marriage. We, we rarely have issues, but every marriage does have some type of, you know, pump yeah. in the road. But that's where God's come in, especially... It's the person that you know God put you with. You know, there's an anointing over your house that God placed you in. There's a grace over your house. So never be, like Rosam said, never be scared to marry because God would definitely grace you, you know, who you call to marry. And so that's where it comes from. Loving God first, getting to know God first, um, finding yourself in Him first. So when anybody just comes to you, you ain't just saying, Oh, hey, how you doing? You like you can discern, like, Okay, no, you're not from God. Okay, let me, okay, He may be from God. Let me pray about this one. So that's why it's important to have God
1: first. And know that if God closes doors, that it's for your purpose. Like, we wouldn't give an infant, Absolutely. we're not gonna give an infant solid food, even if they want it and grab for it. Like, we will give them what they need at the time. Until it moves in, until they grow to a point to where they need it. So if he closes the door in any relationship, be okay with that and know that he has your back and he loves you. So, um, okay. Mm-hmm. One, a couple more questions. Did you ever receive any negative comments or concerns with people regarding going to therapy? Was your experience more of a positive experience than going?
2: Um... So no, I didn't see receive any negative comments because I didn't tell anybody.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the way to get all the negative <laughs> you to yourself.
2: I told my husband, I told my husband, he was the only person that I told, and he was so supportive. He was like, Babe, whatever you need to do to help you, you know, he was like, as long as you prayed about it and you know if exactly. God led you to the right person, then go to it um go to therapy um like I said Belinda we were like it's almost like she was kind of fit because we both were dreamers we both were seers and it was just so crazy because I'm like so a lot of the stuff a lot of the torment that I dealt with that the enemy tried to deal with me so I wouldn't come into my purpose she dealt with the same thing so she was able to relate to a lot of the things that I had been through to get to where I am now so the only person I did tell was Alan, and so he was like, I'm supporting you. I never really told anybody, for real, for real, because, and that's when we were standing in Phoenix, I never really told anybody. I was like, okay, hey, you know, I'm going to go, and,
0: and then after
2: I went a few times, that's when I was telling people, like, you know, I went to therapy, and it was so helpful, you know, like, you don't have to just feel like you can just hold it on on your own, because God, like... We need people at the end of the day, you know, especially people designed that God has for us. And so having people around you that can uplift you and encourage you is just such an amazing feeling. Right.
1: Right. OK. That's so good. Uh, one more question, which I think we kind of talked about. But do you feel like there are any misconceptions about therapy and seeking outside help in the Christian community? Mm-hmm.
2: Sometimes, yeah, I do. Well, kind of a lot of times. Um, people they feel like hmm, they may ask somebody i had a friend who asked uh, i don't know if it was her co-pass or whoever it was but she asked me you know hey i'm gonna seek therapy and they told them no you don't need to do that you know you need to just pray about it and just leave it alone and that's not healthy because now you have someone who's broken on the inside and not only have that, but now she's afraid to go to churches because she feel like, you know, I can't even open up anymore. So, and it really just depends. Like I said, the church that I went to in Phoenix, they were so for it. You know, they were like for like, I'm for therapy as well, but I'm also, I also say like pray about who you go to. Don't yeah. just go to know anybody. Just, just going to be telling you anything, you know, like pray about it. Ask God to you know, Lord, show me a list of people, God. You know, he will. Like, I know it may sound like like small talk, but to God, it's big talk. So he will show you who he will allow to pour into you. So don't just go to know anybody because anybody can tell you just anything, you know, just to make you feel good. But you want to go to someone that will actually help you, heal you, and, re, you know, and just encourage yes. you. And
1: especially if you're looking... And
2: Belinda, she was really good because she helped me.
1: Yeah, and especially if you're looking for, like, a Christian therapist, that's really big because...
2: You really want to go
1: before God and, like, asking, like, if it's not meant for me to go to this person, you know, close the door, Lord. Don't allow it to open. But really lead me to somebody that's going to pour into my life the way you want them to pour into me. Okay. Well. um, And so, yeah. Awesome. Um, So that's pretty much all the questions I have. I really want people to, you know, I really want uh, you to talk about your book um, and just kind of tell us about. How was the process in even writing that and how it came about? Yeah, so I have a book. I actually have one. Um, it's called Letting God's
2: Love In. I don't know if y'all can see it's kind of blurry in here. But so the book is basically about it's really for women. There are men who read and they're like, Oh god, I love this book. And I'm like, Well, I kind of wrote it for women, but it doesn't matter. So um uh, the book is about <laughs> Girl, I the love book is about so um, letting guys, God, letting guys. <laughs> the book is about letting God's love in your life and allowing him to fill those areas in your life that you may allow other people to feel. You know, because a lot of times there are so many things in the world that we can fill ourselves with. But the book is basically teaching you the importance of letting God in first, the importance of keeping him first, the importance of letting his love pour into you yeah. so you can realize who you are through him. And so I can kind of read the back of it. Um, and I also is the main thing because I really I'm really big on women and their identity in him because, you know, I feel like if we know who we are in him. There are women who will settle for certain things. You know, there are women who are with abusers right now. There are women who are just with men who are constantly cheating on them. There are women who are selling for anything, but I really want women to understand once you get God's love in you and once you understand who he is, the sky is the limit. You won't begin to settle for anything because you will understand the purpose and the plan that he has for your life. And so that is what the book is basically Amen. talking about. So it's basically saying, you know, allow God's love to come in and to fill you and to fill those for that you may have empty and then life. even so, also yeah.
1: the perspective of what does and like i like that you titled it letting god's love In" because a lot of times we think oh you know god is for you he loves you and all that but really what does that mean when we allow god and we invite him to our lives exactly the invitation exactly so good, exactly. So good. okay excellent so where can people find you on social media and how can or one let me go back to the book how can people purchase the book if they're interested in getting it
2: Okay. So right now the book is actually sold out, but I'm actually working to I'm actually working to get some more in. I do have one and I do want to give it away. So the person so you can DM me if you want this book. I would definitely give it to you. But there would be more in stock and you can follow me on Instagram to or Facebook here. So I can make sure they come in stock.
1: DM Janae and say I want this book because (laughs) she will give it to you. (laughs) So if you want the book, go go DM her. Um, okay, so where can people find you on Instagram? Both your page or the Glory Women.
2: So in. Right. Yeah. So my Instagram is Janae McLean, just Janae McLean all together, like my Facebook name, and then the Women's Empowerment one is the Glory Women and. Yeah, the glory women
1: so, on Instagram, awesome. so yeah. Okay, Janae, thank you so much. And again, everyone who's watching this live. <laughs> thank you. Share this broadcast with other people who might find this helpful. Thank you so much, and talk to you guys soon. Thanks, girl. Love you. Thank you. Love you, too. You know how to book flights
0: and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator